Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff, happy to be your host today. It's great to be with you guys. It's the first week of January. Hope everyone's back in the saddle and doing well. And I hope you had some time over the holiday break to kind of think over your position and your practice and kind of ponder about where you want to grow and how you want to improve. If you didn't do that, well, I'd recommend listen for a few minutes today and see if this principle can make a profound difference in your practice this year. If we put 100 owner doctors in a room and ask them what's the hardest thing about your job, nearly all of them, or at least 95 of them, would say staff, managing people. Fillings and crowns, that's the easy part of what we do. Leading a team that performs, that gets along, that supports you and is accountable, that is a much tougher task. In working with Dennis, I would say management of the team is usually the subject we discuss more than any other. And perhaps the most common mistake I see in this area is the owner is being too much of a people pleaser. By this I mean, instead of setting a standard and holding people to it, we just kind of let things slide and avoid confrontation. Instead of taking initiative and addressing problems, we're passive and we just don't say anything. Why? Because it's uncomfortable and really nice people don't like confrontation. Could this be you? Do you feel burnt out or stretched thin because you're doing too much personally? Do you have team members who are regularly on their cell phones or that regularly show up late? If you have to keep leaving the operatory two times during every appointment to get something because things weren't set up right, it's very likely that the problem is you're being too nice, too agreeable to pull a team member aside and correct them. Agreeableness, it's, a, it's actually a psychological trait, one of the big five that scientists measure in people and say to a large extent this is hardwired into your personality. You don't really choose it. It's a personality trait that can be described as cooperative, polite, kind, and friendly. And yeah, this is a great trait for making friends or taking care of children. It's very pro-social. However, if a person is very high in agreeableness, they will actually seek other people's interests over their own in order to avoid conflict. And these are people pleasers. Interestingly, some studies even say that slightly less agreeable people are more professionally successful. I'm not saying to be a jerk or to be an egotistical boss. Of course, we should be kind and generous people. That's the right thing to do. But what I am suggesting is that it's easy, especially for a new business owner who is nice and easygoing as a person, to struggle to get their team into shape because we'd rather say nothing and avoid conflict than to address people problems head on with clear communication. You can be nice and accommodating to your team. You can even lead by perfect example. But if you feel you're being taken advantage of, it's likely because you're not taking on your role as the leader and initiating difficult conversations. I just challenge you, take a moment and ask yourself, what is something that's going on repeatedly in my practice that drives me or members of my team crazy that I have not addressed? If you can't think of it, just work one day and you'll probably be reminded of it real quick. And then address it. 
How? Well, here's one example. I had a client call me after he finished work a couple weeks ago and he said, hey, we need to talk. I asked him what's up and he said, I think I'm going to fire my EFTA. I asked him why and he said basically that she always had her cell phone out and she, she kind of rolled her eyes or sighed at him whenever he would try to talk to the team. He basically described that she was just kind of dragging things down and not helping the team and sounded pretty bad. I asked him had he had a crucial conversation and addressed this with her. And he basically said he had made references to like cell phones and other things when talking to the team as a group, but he never really did directly. So we talked together about how to address it. And I think a very simple way to address unacceptable behaviors is one, two, three. One, let the employee know precisely what needs to change. Next, why? And third, what will happen if things don't change? Then the employee gets to choose to either rise to the occasion and change or be let go and go a different direction. So we talked this over for a minute and we even role played and kind of practiced a little bit. Something like this. Karen, would you mind coming with me for a minute? So pull them aside, go to a private room, one-on-one. -on -one. This is important. Karen, I really like working together with you. I tell you often how I like how you talk to patients and how that's a very valuable thing for our practice. However, when you are in the back room on your cell phone and when you are late in the mornings, it really affects our ability to treat patients and it just pulls our team down. I understand that emergencies can happen, but I'm really concerned because this has become a pattern. Karen, you know I want you here and I want you to be a part of our team, but for us to keep working together, I really need you to have your cell phone away and be here on time each morning before patients arrive. We actually role-played this together, and the next day he called her in and met with her. I was a little skeptical because it sounded like her attitude wasn't the type to accept feedback and change, but we actually had a call this last weekend, and this employee did a total 180. She's totally engaged, helping other people out, completely different person. And it's interesting because she had worked for this doctor for a long time, and he just kind of put up with it or he overcompensated for it, but he never had a private, difficult conversation with her. And this doctor, he's a genuinely great guy, the type of person you'd love to hang out with. Super capable, very motivated, but being positive and leading by example wasn't enough in this case. He had to hold a crucial conversation. So that's an example of how approaching somebody with a problem that has not been addressed yet. If you feel uncomfortable talking directly like this, if you are sometimes too much of a people pleaser, here are a couple things you can do to improve. First, distinguish your relationship with somebody from their work behaviors. You can be a generous boss and a kind person and you can like somebody personally, but still address problems with them. The wrong behaviors are separate from the person. Giving feedback and communicating openly doesn't mean you don't like somebody. In fact, it means you care. They matter enough for you to help them improve and grow. You'll find your relationships at work and really everywhere will grow as you give corrective feedback and improve together. Conversely, your relationship will remain shallow and lacking if you're just quiet or passive about issues. Second tip. Embrace the fact that it is your role in the office as the leader to hold people to a standard. It may be unpleasant. 
it may make you feel anxious, but just understand that this is probably your most important duty as a business leader. So just take it head on. In life, in business, the thing that is most hard to face, the thing you really don't want to do, that's the very thing you should do. Instead of putting it off, handle it before you do anything else. So move it to the top of your list. You don't even have to be perfect, but taking action and trying will be better than playing passive and putting it off. So kind of suck it up, be brave and do it. And third, realize that if this isn't your forte, if it doesn't come to you naturally as it does to maybe an assertive or disagreeable personality type person, that's okay. But you can develop this as a skill just like you do other things. Studying crucial conversations. Read books on interpersonal skills and confidence. Like a muscle, this is something you can develop with focus and repetitions. So stop being a people pleaser. Be assertive rather than passive. Vocal rather than quiet. Your practice needs a confident leader. Some people on your staff, they're going to go through growing pains as you help them change. But your team as a whole will love you for taking the wheel and holding everybody accountable. If you feel you struggle with this, leadership is one of the largest focuses that we have in one-on-one coaching. We don't come into your office and talk to your team for you. We help you be the leader that I've been describing. And if you put the work in to develop these skills, it's really awesome because they stay with you long after coaching's done. So we'd be happy to connect with you. Just email us or contact us through our website at thelifestylepractice.com. And with that, everyone have a great week. Peace. Oh, yeah.